Hi mentors and welcome to this video where I take you through our new approach to mentoring. Um, we're all about mentoring being one of the most important things that we do as a university. We believe that mentoring really matters. So we're going to go through with you what we're going to be doing over the next uh, coming years. Uh, we're calling this the University of Sunderland Way. We want it to be embedded and, and to be congruent and to be fluent with all of our mentors. And I'm going to be leading this, this new kind of mentoring approach. My name is Hailey Hughes. I'm the teacher development mentor lead at the University of Sunderland. Um, I'll be running a lot of the training training um, or hosting a lot of the training that you'll be seeing over this coming year and I'll also be providing lots of other scaffolds and supports that I will share with you in just one second. So at the University of Sunderland, I joined the university about a year ago. Um, prior to that, I was a English teacher, middle leader and senior leader over the last 15 years. Um, I wrote a best-selling book on mentoring called Mentoring in Schools. Um, and I speak about mentoring all over the world um, and, and do some consultancy with the Department for Education and lots of other big education companies. I also deliver the Early Career Framework and the MPQLTD, so I'm involved at every single facet of the golden thread of teacher development. We believe that mentors are one of the most important factors in the success of our novice early career teachers. And we very much see um, the mentors as kind of those hands there on that bridge that are holding um, up that bridge between the learn that statements in the, in the core content framework, which is what the uh, trainees learn with us at the university, and the learn how to. So we see very much see your role as mentors being somebody who exemplifies what a lot of the theory that they're doing in university looks like in practice. And we already know that there's fantastic work with our mentors already going on across all of the phases. But what we want to do is make sure that the approach that we're having is completely congruent um, and that we're all uh, having a level of consistency in the approaches that we are using. And to be able to do that, we formulated our own um, Sunderland University curriculum principles. So you can see on the, on the diagram there, we've got this kind of curriculum map. So this we call in this our uh, distributed integrated curriculum map. We very much see our curriculum as being half led by us and half led by you in our partner schools. So within that orange circle there, you can see that we've laid out the five foundation concepts in the core content framework. And they are all linked to teacher standards. They're exactly the same um, foundation concepts as are in the early career framework. So many of you will be extremely familiar with them now. And the way that we teach at Sunderland is that we follow the early career framework. So we teach in blocks. So our trainees will focus on a particular one of these concepts every single half term. They'll, of course, learn other things, um, but this will be kind of the central um, stick of rock, if you like, or golden thread that runs through all of their teaching. So on the outside ring of that, this is where you come in. So these are the sort of five active ingredients that we see as being the most evidence informed in terms of mentoring for making a real difference to the supporting and the pedagogical process of our trainees. So a lot of these things you will already be doing, absolutely, because great and effective mentors do. Some of them you might not be doing as much, and that's why we want to make it as con consistent and congruent as we can across all of our partnerships. So I'm going to take a little time now to go through these in a little bit more depth. 
So we would expect really as a minimum for mentors to be having some conversations, some professional dialogue with their mentees where they take some time to clarify the learn how to statement. Now, the learn how to statement in the core content framework will act as a kind of granular target, I suppose, for what you are trying to achieve with your trainee that week. So that might be something like embedding probing questions into their lessons. It might be something like making expositions more smooth. Whatever that granular target is, it will usually more often than not link to the block that they're studying in university at the time. So you can see that you're a co-tutor almost with the university and you will spend some time clarifying exactly what that means. You know, you are an expert colleague. But I want you to use your wisdom of practice to be able to clarify that for our trainees. Now, once that's been clarified, there'll then be a period of modelling and you will model the learn how to. What does that look like? Now, when I say that you will model the learn how to, sometimes you will. Sometimes it might be a strategy that you're actually not the best at in your department or your school. So you can by all means call upon other expert colleagues in your institution, in your context to be able to model that instructional strategy and that might be the P teacher who's excellent at doing form of verbal formative assessment that might be the drama teacher who's really brilliant at managing behavior so it's about really knowing all of the staff in your context knowing their strengths and weaknesses now Sometimes it's not always best to send our trainees to a really amazing, experienced expert colleague because the cognitive overload of them being kind of here and somebody else being way, way in front of them can be quite difficult to quantify what the difference is between what they're doing and what the expert colleague is doing. So please do send your trainee to a range of staff not just the most experienced. It's really important that they're able to see, you know, something that they think they can achieve. I remember being sent to go and see a deputy head who was in charge of behaviour because I was having difficulty with a year nine class when I was a trainee. And I just, it blew my mind because I just couldn't do the things that this deputy head was doing. So it's really important to, to send a range of different staff. I would also say that the next one links to this as well, observing, deconstructing and, and um, discussing expert practice. So as part of their uh, training, your trainee will go and observe a lot of colleagues. And what I would say is don't just send them in to observe a lesson without a very, very clear and precise focus. We're asking you, please, to give them a focus um, to, to look at that you can then deconstruct after the lesson. And what that might mean is that actually they don't stay for the whole lesson. So a lot of the work that we've been doing is very much based on the um, ideas behind Paul Bambrick Santoyo's Get Better Faster and Leverage Leadership. And Santoyo um, says, calls it a waterfall moment that, you know, staff should stay in a room observing somebody until they see that waterfall moment. They see what they came for and then they can leave because, you know, our trainees, they get too much cognitive overload by staying in a class for an hour and Coming out with reams and reams of notes and not really being precise about what they've, they've observed and seen. So after the observation, as soon after as possible, you can then deconstruct, get your trainee to discuss their mental models, their learning and link it 
to, you know, some of the, the discussions you've been having from the CCF, the learn how to, the modelling that you've done earlier, also ensuring that you are linking it to any work that has been done in university as well. So you need a really good understanding of that. And I'll show you a, a scaffold that I've got for you to be able to do that very shortly. So on top of that, you know, the science of learning also tells us that rehearsal and deliberate practice is a really effective way to um, develop staff. So there's a brilliant paper by Deans for Impact called Practice with Purpose, which is free and open access on the Internet that I would ask you to go and have a look at. But there's also an excellent book by Anders Ericsson called Peak, the New Science of Expertise. And that's where I've got a lot of this from. So when we talk about rehearsal, we're not telling somebody to stand there with jazz hands, you know, uh, pretending they're auditioning for La Miserable. Deliberate practice is very scientific. So you would pick an extremely small granular target, an element of, of, of instruction. You would uh, model it. You would then deconstruct it. And then you would ask your trainee to practice. You would give them some feedback. They would practice again. You would give them some feedback. They would practice again so that when they go into the high stakes environment of the classroom, they've got that automaticity from the practice, which means that they won't have cognitive overload. They can save their work in memory for the things that really, really matter in a class. So there will be training on how to do rehearsal and deliberate practice a little bit later on in the year. And I will uh, signpost you to some more of the support that we've got in just a second. And obviously, we are a research-led profession. We're an evidence-led profession. And we will expect you as mentors to be able to engage with research throughout the year. Now, that might be the research that underpins the core content framework or the early career framework. And we're in the process at Sunderland at the moment of producing one pages of some of the important reading behind that so that you can access those rather than having to sit there going through a, an academic paper for hours and hours yourself. You could also um, engage with some practitioner blogs, engage with the Chartered College um, Impact Journal. There's a whole plethora of different research and evidence out there that we would expect you to be triangulating with some of the advice and the guidance that you give to our trainees. You know, it's that kind of triangulation between evidence, practice and reflection that we really, really need to be giving our trainees a diet of. So that's kind of our, our mentoring um, approach. So how are we going to actually support you to do this? Well, I'm sure you'll agree that when I've been through this, hopefully we're going to support you in, in quite a myriad of different ways. So I'll start off by introducing our masterclass system of training. So yesterday we had our welcome face-to-face -face launch event. Um, and I'm filming this video now for those people who missed the event and those people who may want to revisit some of the information I gave them yesterday. The Masterclasses are usually run every fortnight on a Wednesday from four until half past four by an expert in the education world. So that might be somebody from one of our partner schools or colleges in the northeast. It may be a national education expert such as Sam Strickland, who we have delivering tonight's um, pedagogy masterclass on behaviour and high expectations. They're only 30 minutes. We're incredibly uh, mindful of your well-being and workload. And then afterwards, you have the opportunity to stay for either a 15 minute QA or a 15 minute um, teach meet where you will go into a breakout room with subject and phase specific leads. And you'll be able to discuss the implications as a mentor for the information that you've just heard from the experts. So the first one of those is, is today with, with Sam Strickland. You've all been sent invitations out to that, but these will be recorded as well and you'll be able to access them. 
You can also um, have a copy of our new mentoring handbook, complete with our mentor standards. And that mentoring handbook and mentor standards will be sent alongside the recording for this video so that you have all of those. Now, our mentor standards, I'm going to talk a little bit more about, you know, we're very, very grateful that you're giving up to your time to become mentors. But we want the best mentors for our trainees because we want the best teachers in front of our students. So we're going to be auditing our mentors three times a year. It'll be a really quick process to fill in. You'll be asked some questions about your pedagogical knowledge as well as your mentoring skills. And what will happen with that is that I will then um, offer you some bespoke training, offer you guidance about what training you should come to in terms of keeping your workload manageable. You will also have the chance to work through our mentor standards. So, you know, whether you're an emerging mentor, an establishing or an expert mentor um, throughout the year, you will get the chance to be able to fill in those audits and be rewarded for, for your participation at the end of the year. We know that pedagogy isn't just the only important thing about being a mentor. Mentoring skills, the soft skills are incredibly important as well. And because of that, I'll be releasing a five minute boost mentor skills video every single fortnight. Um, and they will take the form of um, just sort of talking heads similar to this. And I might talk about how to set granular targets, how to observe lessons, how to have challenging conversations. Lots of those skills to do with mentoring that, you know, we need to make sure all of our mentees possess. And they will be available on our mentor pedal pad site, which I'll mention again in just a second. We'll also be sending out little bookmark infographics every single week or every three weeks if your trainees on the PSET um, FE training. Um, and on these infographics, you will see those um, five active ingredients of mentoring that I um, showed you on the, the circle diagram just the slide before. And it will give you subject or face specific ideas for activities you could be doing with your mentor that very week. We know how busy mentors are. We want to help you as much as we possibly can to reduce that workload and cognitive load. There'll be a new mentoring microsite, which will be fantastic because you don't have to log in. You'll just get a link. So there's no messing about with Canvas usernames or passwords or anything like that. You'll log on and on that you'll see the mentoring handbook, any videos of training, the infographics, uh, your mentor audits will be on there as well um, that you'll be able to fill in. Um, and we'll be able to track that you've watched the videos as well. We would expect all mentors to watch a minimum of one of those masterclasses per half term. And we will be tracking that and I'll be getting in touch with any mentors who aren't meeting that standard. We're also going to have weekly drop-ins every single Monday from five until six. Now, you do absolutely don't have to come to these. These are just another form of support or scaffolding. The, the link for these will be on our mentor uh, mentoring microsite on PebblePad, so you've not got to be inundated by emails. And this session really is just almost like a kind of, I suppose, a, a helpline, really, for mentoring. So I'll man these. People can come to it and ask any questions um, that they might have about mentoring. Um, now, if you've got a question about um, your trainee or you're having difficulties with your trainee, you should still follow the usual channels of communication for that. So still go to the programme leaders. We're also going to have our national conference, which is MentorEd next April. We had it last year and it was superb. We had Jim Knight, um, the sort of godfather of instructional coaching from the US. We had Professor Rachel Lofthouse, Kate Jones talking to us about cognitive science and retrieval. And the lineup this year is going to be even bigger. I'm very, very excited about that. And that will all be online. So more details to come about that in the new year. 
At the end of the year, we plan to hold a mentoring celebration event and marketplace. So you'll all be invited to come to Sunderland. Um, we'll put on a buffet um, we'll have goodie bags and you'll get your CPD award as to which mentoring standard you've managed to achieve. Um, there'll also be the chance for you to share good practice. We know there's some brilliant mentoring going on with our partner schools because uh, there'll be a little bit of a marketplace that you can take part in as well. If you manage to get to the uh, expert mentor by the end of the uh, academic year, you'll get the chance to join the University of Sunderland expert mentor group with me uh, chairing it. And you'll be steering and, and delivering, if you would like to, some of our future training. And you'll also get the chance to become a University of Sunderland fellow as well. So key things to remember um, on this email, you have the recording of this video, which sets out our kind of stall for, for the University of Sunderland mentoring way that we want to do this year. And you should, should also have a PDF of the mentor handbook. Um, you will probably get placement handbooks from the um, relevant um, team leader that, that you work with, whether that's primary, school direct, secondary, apprenticeships, what, whatever it is. Um, you will also get um, invites to the masterclass sessions that you can join with some publicity about who's doing them and what and what you can expect. But remember, all of these will be recorded as well. And you should also be receiving the uh, infographics from after half term. So hopefully that's made it clear for anybody. Any questions at all, please feel free, free to uh, email me. Um, my name is Hailey Hughes. So my email address is hailey.hughes at sunderland.ac.uk. And I will be popping into schools this year to, to do a little bit of quality assurance of mentors and observing some mentoring conversations. So really, I'm looking forward to getting to know all of you and to working with you. And hopefully some of you joining into our University of Sunderland uh, expert mentoring group as well and helping me to plan training going forward. So thanks very much for your attention and bye.